heard of the new virtual care codes for Medicare? On this podcast, uh, we will talk all about it. Welcome to uh, the next episode of the Browse McDowell Healthcare Checkup Podcast. Um, I'm Ryan, and I'm going to take over the host duties today. And flipping roles with me is Joe Bucaro, uh, experienced healthcare attorney in our in our firm, and uh, we're going to talk uh, talk about Medicare telehealth and the new virtual care code. So. Um, so my understanding of this is that historically it's been atrocious. It's been a nightmare to try to bill Medicare for telehealth mm-hmm. services. The um, the rules were just onerous. Um, but starting with the 2019 physician fee schedule, um, we have these new codes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Ryan, thank you for taking over the hosting duties. I appreciate it. Uh, it gives me a chance to uh, provide some information. Should be fun. Um, I'm on the hot seat this time. Though. Don't get to ask the questions. I got to answer them. Oh, you're gonna blow right through this, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's that's always been a big complaint about telehealth in general. It's just um, how difficult it is to meet all the requirements. You know, uh, traditionally, something that qualified as a Medicare telehealth service, a patient would have to would still have to be, um, you know, at a at a healthcare provider. So they'd have to be at a hospital, at a physician uh, practice, something like that, and then speak virtually with a physician at a um, what they call a distant site where the physician would also have to be at a healthcare um, facility rather than you know at their home or something like that um, so it's always, it's always been difficult to meet all these uh, requirements um, now uh, CMS is kind of coming around to um, you know using more technology uh, you know, in healthcare and allowing providers to bill for it. So there are these three new codes um, that aren't considered Medicare telehealth services, but that can be billed um, as these virtual care codes um, that don't have these strict requirements of uh, telehealth services. Awesome. So, so if I'm understanding this correctly, providers can still take advantage of telehealth services under the strict distant site originating site rules that have been around for several years correct yeah yeah absolutely so those are those rules aren't changed at all this is really just an expansion of uh, really virtual care is is kind of the buzz term that everyone's using because it's these these new codes technically aren't telehealth um, traditionally so okay so what kind of like what can we do well what are these virtual like what what kind of services are they they allowed to do yeah so it's really cool so the the three new codes are called uh, the first one is called brief communication technology based services. Um, So this one is great for um, if a patient isn't sure if they should come into the doctor's office or not um, and they need maybe a quick consult over the phone with their physician. um, The patient can call in and say, hey, you know, this is bugging me. Um, You know, my I think I broke my ankle. I don't know. Um, these are my symptoms. This is what's going on. The doctor can say, uh, you know, I think, no, I think you're good. Based on your symptoms, you can stay home. Um, or, you know, no, I think you need to come in for a follow-up appointment. So, so if, the, if, if the interaction is just that, just a phone call, this is, this is billable as a brief communication technology-based service. Um, if you talk to your physician on the phone, the physician says, no, I think you should come in. Um, then your office visit is bundled with this uh, brief communication technology-based service. Oh, so. okay. So, you, so there's, so if it leads, if the telephone call or interaction leads to a uh, an office visit, an E and M service, then you would not bill that separate code. No, no, you wouldn't. You wouldn't bill it, but it would be bundled in. Yeah. To okay. That, to that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is it did, okay? Um, and then when you say this, this virtual encounter. Can it only be? I mean, does it? Is it limited to a phone call? I mean. Oh no, no. So, and you know, that's another. That's another uh, 
you know, difficult part of meeting a Medicare telehealth service, it has to be a video chat. Um, so this, this can be, you know, just a simple phone call. It can also be a video chat. Um, it can also be, you know, text or email correspondence. You know, it doesn't need to be, you know, over the phone. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Yeah, so, so it's... Um so you're not required to do the video. There's no required. There's no video requirement. Real time we, we, video requirement for these which, codes. Yeah, which is huge. You know, because when you when you're doing the video chats, you know, you obviously have to you have privacy concerns and things like that. So you have to have a you know a, a healthcare app or something like that that's encrypted to ensure that you know no one could hack into this interaction. Um, now you know if a telephone conversation is okay, things like that. Obviously, you still have to comply with HIPAA and things like that, but. Um, you know, it, it just breaks down more barriers okay. and makes, makes it easier to build these codes. So uh, the, um, the, this, the level, uh, the intensity of the co the care then. So we have initial phone call. Hey, mm -hmm. look doc. Um, I think I broke my ankle. Yeah. No patient and you didn't break your ankle. Yeah. Just put some ice on it type of thing. Yeah. And then, so then as the, um, you know, the acuity, if you would, of the, um, the severity of mm -hmm. the issue increases. Um, does the, are, are there other codes that? Yeah, so actually, so this, the second code ties in, I think it's, it's probably the, the coolest and most useful and I think will be used uh, most frequently. And it does tie into the brief communication technology-based service. It's a remote evaluation of pre-recorded patient information. So, you know, as you're talking to your physician on the phone, um, you can also send him or her a picture um, or video of a symptom you're uh, having. So the broken an ankle example is a perfect example because you could take a picture of your, uh, of your ankle, send it to your physician. He can take a look at it and say, oh, no, that's, you know, I think that's just a sprain. The swelling should go down, go ahead and ice it. Um, or he can say, no, you need to come in uh, now. You know, we need to put that in a cast or whatever. Um, so the ability to send videos and pictures um, is I think it's going to be really helpful in, in using these codes. Um, so that's a more that, that's a, a that's a more intense level of service, which presumably that would be a higher reimbursement. I believe so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So so that's that's a that's a really interesting one, um, and so kind of the same things as, as before though. You know, you still need to make sure that these this is patient health information, obviously. So you got to make sure you're complying with HIPAA, um, things like that. Um, and then the the last new code is called the interprep interprofessional internet consultation. So a physician, um, let's say a physician uh, feels that they're outside of their area of expertise and would normally refer to a specialist um, for a certain issue a patient is having. Um, but if, if that physician thinks that they could sim you know, simply consult with the specialist, um, have a brief conversation about the issue and, and resolve it uh, themselves rather than making an expensive referral, um, the physician can actually bill for that um, conversation they have with the specialist. Uh, as long as it's for a specific patient, you get patient consent. Um, there's a few um, requirements tied to it. Um, but, you know, that's gonna, I think that's an interesting one, and CMS thinks it's going to uh, be a good way to cut costs uh, because you're not referring to those specialists and getting those more expensive um, appointments. Awesome. Yeah. Fantastic. So, um, so this is so maybe I'm a little too optimistic, um, but this is is this thought of a, I mean, is this a welcome? This is a very this is a very welcome change, okay. Uh, especially for those for you know for companies who are into healthcare technology because you know they're used to meeting those onerous Medicare telehealth services uh, regulations. This is finally a uh, a way a start. You know, I mean, I think it's viewed as a start, not as a awesome. you know more codes will be coming out um, in this area. Um, but yeah, it's a very welcome change. Fantastic. Well, um, 
anything anything else that we we need to know about? I mean, you this has been fantastic. Mm-hmm. This is uh, something that uh, I think it was looks to me like it was buried kind of in the fee schedule. It rule, was, right? yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, those those fee schedules, um, those rules that, yeah. contain a ton of great nuggets of information that you have to plow through. So, um, thanks a lot, Joe. Appreciate it. Um, thanks a lot. Thanks for allowing me to moderate. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks for moderating. For, yeah. <laughs> thanks for providing all the content. Um, so, everybody, uh, if you have any questions, you know how to reach us. Uh, the contact information is in the show notes, and um, look forward to talking to you again soon.